listen at this in Jesus' name. I've had my challenge when it comes to my family, when it comes to my finances, when it comes to husband and children, all of that. Amen. I don't try to act like I stay in a stained glass house. I go through like you, but I'm going through with a hope. Thank you. That's why when people hear me, they know that I can tell you I know what you're going through. Yes, Lord. And that's the truth. I know what you're going through. So I can tell you just what God can do if you let it. And I remember they went on strike. The teacher went on strike and they they were told that they had to uh, uh, make an agreement and settle the grievances. And I called and asked if school was open. And they said yes. But they had put out any teachers that were on strike. And I know I may have some union folks here that was ready to jump up. You're probably ready to jump up now. Because they call it, when you cross the line, what they call that? Well, you don't know I can tell what they call it? Busting, they, I don't know what they call it. Anyway, anyway, they don't, when, when you everybody on strike, they want you to be on strike, not cross the line, you know. But as a spirit filled believer, and not only a spirit filled believer, as an employee, I want to know do I supposed to go to work? They say, you supposed to go to work. I went to work. I know what the Bible said. You ought to obey God rather than what? Amen. When you start getting God's word down in you, God will perform over his word. Yes, I went to work. God gave me favor. Praise God. They all came back to work. And I had been on the job like two weeks. They want to know what, what was my pay. I didn't tell them nothing. And the point I'm trying to make is this. They came back and all of them were saying, I wish that I had come in like you because they didn't do right. I said, well, I thank you, Lord, for listening to you. Praise God. Yeah. If you listen to the Lord, yes. <coughs> He'll direct your steps. Yes, he the blessing—that's right. He'll do it. If you don't mind being talked about, come on now. If you don't mind being talked about, if you don't mind, praise God to be alone. He will do it. The blessing of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow. Ain't no sorrow when God when God bless you. Say what you want to say. Bless me, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. But the blessing of the Lord. Yes. Make it rich. And nowhere in the scripture we are told to try to get rich. Come on now. So you never hear me teaching, you know, hey, you come on here, this and that. Listen, more people put money on the altar than they, when they ought to be falling on the altar. God don't need no tip. He needs you to have a righteous life. And that's what you ought to be falling down on the altar. Keep your money in your pocket and you fall on the altar. When you hear a word, praise God, that blessed you, a word that delivered you, fall on the altar. Keep your money in your pocket. Because God isn't broke. God isn't broke. And he want a righteous life. Righteous exaltation. Sin and reproach to what? God wants you to be righteous. So I made my mind up. I made my mind up. I want to live. I said, Lord, you're responsible for what happens to me. And don't think. I can't make you think that I don't get it. But I know the Lord is with me. I know the Lord is with me. He is a consuming fire. Yes, he is. So the fire that I'm going through, he takes the heat out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
He'll do it because if you start studying his word, you find it's just a setup. It's a setup because of who you believe in. Yes, it is. And your faith is being tested. And you are being, when I start studying God's word, I find out you're being accused. You're being accused by the brother. I mean, to, uh, the brother are being accused to God. Yes. Satan doing it. So what you going to do? And I said, Lord, help me. Give me the strength. Teach me how to speak. Hallelujah. Give me wisdom. That's what I prayed for. That's what I prayed for. And you know what? I'm seeing the Lord do it. And then I said, Lord, save my seed. Bless my children. And bless my children's children. He promised to do it. Hallelujah. So I do know this. Glory to God. I know my righteousness will go from one generation to the next generation. I've been in the book. Praise God. And the Bible said when it came to Cornelius. This is Acts chapter 10. Said, Cornelia, your arms have come before the Lord. Your righteousness. God saw your righteousness. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. And because of that, God will bless your seed. Yes. I read in Genesis, praise God, 17. God said, I know I can trust Abraham. He will tell his children, yes. hallelujah, about God. Yes. Teach them to obey God. Yes. Now they may go astray. He did. Yes. Abraham went astray, but yes. God saw his faith. Yes, he did. You start reading uh, reading Hebrews chapter 11 sometimes. And it's through faith. Yes. By faith. Yes. He saw that faith. Yes. So I don't get, praise God, discombobulated when I see things going on with, with my family, with my children. Because I know Adam was God's child. Amen. And Adam got us in this. But Jesus came along. He the last Adam. Hallelujah. He's God's son. So I thank God. There's a hope. There's a hope. And anything, praise God, can turn off a Christless world is a sad looking saint. Amen. Thank the Lord. Jesus. I got joy. And if I don't have it, Satan not gonna, he not gonna know I don't have it. <laughs> Because I'm going to still praise yes. Hallelujah. Let me take you to the book. Amen. I'm, amen. Let me go back and show you some good stuff. Amen. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Hallelujah. Well, let me show you this because I've been teaching you on friends. So while I'm here, I, I, the 16th chapter is what I want to show you. So I, I'm going to go to 18. But let me just show you this because I've been teaching on friends and I'm going to end up again in 2 Samuel chapter 13 because you got to see it. Watch what he says now around verse 20, 27, 16, 27. All this is good, but I just want to show you something. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips, there your mouth is again, there is as a burning fire. Is that in your book? Look at verse 28. A forward man, he soweth strife. Now watch how your mouth, what it can cause. And 1628. You with me? Everybody got it? A forward man soweth strife. And a whisperer separateth what? Chief That word is again. Friend. Do you know the appearance of evil? can cause people injury. And it says here that a whisperer, you always whisper. You can
can separate friends by your whispering. Amen. Now let's go to second. Let me let me let me take you to uh, the 18th chapter of Proverbs. Go on. No, I can't take it there yet. I'm trying to get you there. But I got to show you two more things because when we go end up, we're gonna end up in Second Samuel. Let me show you something here. Go back to 17th chapter. The 17th chapter. Let me just show you something. A proverb. Everybody got it? Listen. Look what it says here. Around verse um, 9. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love. In other words, you don't try to expose somebody. If you've been with someone, you don't try to expose them to everybody, somebody who didn't know them. Some, here comes somebody who didn't know them. They come along and you just try to run run down that person. Everything you can think of about that person they ever did or said, you start talking about them. This is what it said. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love. But he that repeateth a matter, again, what it said, ego. Now two things you've seen here that can separate a friend. I just showed you one was what? Whispering. And what's another one? Repeating. Repeating a matter. Telling. But somebody said, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Telling a matter. Now watch what else he said. Stay with me. This is around verse 13. Whoso, this is 13, uh, chapter 17. Whoso rewardeth evil for good, evil shall not depart from where? His house. If, he, if you're rewarding evil for good, you will never see evil leave your house. If somebody being good and kind to you and you re, and you um, you rewarded evil for it, you will never, evil, evil will never leave your house. The book. This is what happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the word of the Lord. Let me go on and show you something else. Lord, I bless your name. Go on now to verse 17. You got to say amen. Again, we're talking about a what? A friend loveth sometimes. And a brother is born for adversity. Thank you, Jesus. A friend loves at all times. But a brother is born for adversity. Did you see that? Just stay with me. When we get back to 2 Samuel 13, you're going to see how all this is going to manifest itself. Look at verse 22. Well, we well, well, look at 21. <laughs> look at verse 20. Look at verse 20. He that has a forward heart findeth no good. In other words, if you've got the kind of heart that's wicked and the kind of heart that's always thinking evil, you will never find any good coming out of that. And he that has a perverse tongue falleth into what? Mischief. There your mouth is again. He that begetteth a fool doeth it to his sorrow. And the father of a fool has no joy. So you want to say, what is a fool? Now you got to hold this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you one reason that's important. Take my mind, Lord. Go back to Psalms 14. One. 
then we'll come back here. We may as well let the Lord help us while we're here. Amen. Let me show you something. 14. Psalm 14. 1. If you got it, say amen. Look what he said in verse 1. The fool. What about the fool? Has said in his heart. Point to your heart. In your mind. In your mind. In your thinking. So you mean you think you've got away with something. The fool has said in his heart, there is what? He said there is no God. Then I tell you how important it is to know there is a God, even when it comes to taking communion, whatever it is. It's important to know there is a God. But the fool said there is no God. And he goes on the word saying, they are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. But guess what happened? The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and what? He found no one. Hallelujah. And so he sent Jesus. And we put our faith in Jesus. He helped us understand that he is a God. He is a God that forgives you and he is a God that gives another chance. You can read the rest of this. You can read the rest of this. Uh, uh, and, and I will get back to you on this because he goes on to work to tell you around verse 6. You have shamed the counsel of the poor because the Lord is his refuge. I'll bring you back to that. So let, let's go back now to Proverbs. So I want to get through that one right quick. Proverbs. Chapter 17. Look at verse 22. He said, A merry heart doth good like what? But a broken spirit dries up the what? When you are happy, it's like medicine. And doctors have found that to be true. Amen. It, to, to smile and to praise God, have joy. It's like medicine. I mean, the, the organs in your body, they tend to work better when you have uh, joy in your heart. But he says this, but a broken heart dries up what? The bone. Broken heart. Did you know what the Bible said about the broken heart? Well, don't let me forget. I'll show you that. I'll tell you that. Amen. Go on down. Let me show, 17. Let me show you what he said in verse 28. Uh, 27 verse. All this is good. <laughs> oh, God. 27. He that has, said in verse 17, he that has knowledge spareth his words. Listen to this. If you got knowledge, you won't be so loose with your words. Won't be so chatty. And then he said, and a man of understanding is of what kind of spirit? Excellent spirit. And look at verse 28. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, he's counted what? He's counted wise. And he that shutteth his lip is esteem a man of what? You need to ask the Lord to put a watch over your mouth, keep the doors over your lip. We got to do it. And the enemy will provoke you, try to get you to say something. What you going to say? What you going to say now? But, Lord, help me to hold my tongue. Thank you, Lord, for the strength. Thank you for understanding. Because if you open your mouth in anger, guess what? You're going to probably say something you don't have in the bed. And once you say it, you can't bring it back. Once it's going out your mouth, you can't call it back. Because it's gone. Now go on to verse 18. 18. 
Everybody got to say amen. Let me show you something what he said. Praise God. Around verse 6. Well, look, verse 4. First of all, verse 4. Mm -hmm. The words of, your mouth, of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Now, let me show you something. He give you a positive, mm -hmm. and then he'll give you what it seems like, I mean, a negative, then a positive. But he'll tell you what, what needs to be corrected, to tell you what the sin is, then he'll tell you what you need to do to correct it. Yes, he then he goes on the way to tell you around verse uh, 5. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked, to overthrow the righteous judgment, in judgment. A fool's lip enter into contention. And his mouth calleth for what? Strokes. Hey. Come on. A fool. Foolish. Come on. Let's let's we go outside and take this out. Let's, let's get on out here. Oh God. That's not how God wants you to sell a matter. <laughs> go back to verse um go back to verse eight. Well, no, we're gonna do verse seven. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his what? Your mouth can get you in a lot of trouble. The words of a talebearer are as wounds. Now, if they come and tell you about somebody that they used to be with, whispering and, and talking about that person, this is what it said. And they go down into the uttermost parts of the belly. The words of a talebearer, they are like wounds. They, they cause injury. Jesus. Do you not know that your mouth, praise God, is like a weapon? It's like a, a tongue. And, and you say, yeah, but let me, let me, let me give you a scripture. I'm going to come back to this. That we quote. We quote it. And when I say it, you're going to say, yeah. People pull it, and this is what they, 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 they try to spiritualize themselves. But this is what he said. No weapon form against me shall prosper. What's the other part of that? Every tongue that rises. Hold it, too fast. And every tongue. We forget that part. Every tongue that rises up against me, listen, shall be put to shame. Every tongue. The tongue is a weapon. You can use it against someone, and someone can use it against you. You need to ask for forgiveness. There are some people you want to go back and forgive. You have just assassinated that character. I'm going to tell you that. You're going to have to do it. I don't care how good you like things going for you. you got to do it God's way. There's a way that's seen it right to a man. But the end thereof, obstruction and death. You've got to do it God's way. you got to do it because you killed some folks. You've done everything but thrown the, the dust in their face. And you've done it to other people. You've assassinated their character. You've done it. you made distrust. And they could have been ministering to you. Just because you fall out. Teeth and tongue fall out. Doesn't mean I'm going to pull all my teeth out because I bit my tongue. I bit my tongue the other day. You think I'm going to go to the dentist? Pull them out. Take them out. Take them. Praise God. No. No. And your tongue sometimes is bitten by your teeth. But I'm not going to have my teeth pulled. I got to learn how to maneuver my tongue in my mouth. Get it out the way. <laughs> Isn't that right? Get it out the way. You know, we do a lot of things with our tongue we have in the bed. I don't have any bit of doing this to you. But we do it. <laughs> we do it. Don't we do it? <laughs> Your tongue won't make the poke at me. 
Okay. Let's go back. Let's go back. Where are we now? Nine. Verse 9. This is what he said. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. I mean, you ought to do your work without your, your supervisor watching you. Trying to see how much you can get away with. And this is a good one here. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it, and they are what? The rich man's wealth is his strong city. And as a high wall in his own conceit. I'm telling you, riches can't help you. The strong tower is the word of the Lord. This is what he said here. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty. And before honor is what? Humility. Humility. Now when you go to bagging and boast, boasting and I got this going on and this and that and up, just get ready. Halt it. Halt the spirit. Then he says in verse 13, He that answered it, now this is a powerful word here, a matter before he hear it is folly. That means it's, it's foolishness. And shame unto him. If I talk to you and I said, oh, and this is not bad habit we got. Sometimes I do that, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. If I ask you something, and I say, you know, I got something to ask you. I already know what you're going to ask me. No, I, you know, see? Mm -hmm. and if you ever had somebody say, that wasn't what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Have you ever had that to happen? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't what I was going to say. He telling you here, if you answer a matter before, he telling you, answer a matter before you even get the question. Because now you look like a fool. Uh, I wasn't going to ask you that. I wasn't going to say that. Let me tell you something else we have a habit of doing. And I'm just as bad. I'm standing and I'm talking to you. And I'll say something to you like, uh, and I probably told you this before, what are you doing? Watching TV? Now I'll ask you a question. And I'm answering it. That's another way of answering I ask you the question, and then I answer it. So if I say, what are you doing? I'm supposed to wait and do what? Tell me what you're doing. But we do it all the time. We, where are you going? To shopping? <laughs> Have you ever done that? <laughs> you answer the question before, praise God, the person answer it. You answer it. You ask it, and then you answer it. We got to stop. You got to start be conscious of what's come out of here and here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Cause we do it all the time. Yes, we do. And parents, we're bad about it. Where you been? What you been into? <laughs> you know, you been with such and such about it? No, I didn't. So you start accusing your children, and then you you, you have bitterness, and and the relationship become extreme between you and your children. I bet you've been out there doing such and such a thing. You know, here it is, nine o'clock. Where you been? You been? I mean, you know, we just we make up stuff, but we do it based upon past experiences. I bet you've been smoking again. No, I haven't. <laughs> See how we can jump to conclusions? We got to learn how to stop that. Isn't that right? Anybody need help beside me? I used to have a real habit when I go in, I see something, and you know, you know your children, and I would say to one of them, did nobody do this, but, you know, I, you know, I, so I call a name. No, I did. And then the other one say, I did. So, Lord. Now, I got, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. But I've accused the wrong child. We got to stop that. And we do that as big people. 
you accuse one another. This looks just like something uh, Dr. Davis did. But I didn't do that. And I didn't say that. We got to learn how to know one another. Amen? Go back. Go back. Let me show you something. All this is good, but I can't stay here. I got to go back because I'm almost... Uh, I want to take you here. Go to verse 16. This is another powerful word. A man's gift... That's right. Just say thank you, Jesus. Lay your hand on and say peace. <laughs> A man's gift maketh room for him and will do what? Your gift. Your gift. I've been trying to teach for years. Every one of us has a gift. So we have more than one gift. And by the way, we have access to all of them. Yes. Amen. If you got Christ in you, you got access to all of them. Amen. My dominant gift may be teaching, but do you know that time when God would give me the gift of mercy? He'll give me the gift of discerning of spirits. Are you understanding? Yes, if you got Christ in you, you have access to all of them. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have access to the tongue, the interpretation of the tongue. You have access, praise God, to the land on of hand. I know he's gifted me in those areas. So what I'm saying, we have dominant gifts. Yes, but it'll bring you for a great need. You don't have to boast. You have to tell anybody what you have. God will give you an opportunity. Yes, he will. Thank you. Amen. Take what I'm telling you. Watch what he said in the next verse. He that is first in his own cause seemeth jealous, but his neighbor cometh and searches him. <laughs> the lot causes contention to cease and parteth between the mighty. This is what he's saying. Listen. Let's say we're going to say now, who's going first? I'm going first. I want to be first. And then somebody will step up. I should be first. I'm the oldest. And he said this. A lot. This is a lot. And let's say on this lot. It's made like a little square. You may have A, B, and C. And you're trying to find out who's going to be first. Uh, we, can do it, we can do it another way. We do it all the time. I, I tell you what you do. I don't have it here. But you flip a coin. Somebody said, I want to be first. I want to be first. And, and, and I'm going to be first. And you got to talk about why you ought to be first. I was here first. Give me a coin. Flip the coin. And, and, and what you going to call? Head or what? He's saying here, a lot stops the contention. All right. If you got some kind of way to, to, to we just say flip it or cast a lot, you'll know who ought to be first. Amen. And it takes away the contention. So you can't argue because the coin is neither moral or immoral. The coin is not on your side or the other person's side. So when you flip the coin, the coin is not going to fall because you flipped it. <laughs> so he's saying you get away from contentions when you have a lot. A lot is what you use to find out who should be in a place. And I'm going to show you something in a minute. Stay with me. All this is really good. All this is really good. Now watch what he said here. Now just go back to what I told you a few minutes ago. Verse 19. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And their contentions are like the bars of a castle. Now that's before you can get to 21. When you have hurt a brother or sister. Listen to this. They set up bars. And here you are trying to get to them. But they remember how you hurt them. And it's hard to win them back. He said it's like, like a defense city. 
So they, they have set up between you and them bars so you can't get through. Because they remember the pain you caused them. And say, a brother that's been offended is harder to be won than a what? Than a strong city. So it takes God to melt that heart of the one that offended and the offender. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? So, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. I'm going to come back to the death and life. So go to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Now this is why this is so important. It's, it's, it, God is moving. He's speaking. Listen. Now just remember that. A brother that has been offended is harder to be won than a what? Strong city. Matthew chapter 5. Go there. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 23. Jesus talking. He said, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there you remember that your brother has all against you, what are you supposed to do? Leave that gift before the altar and go your way and first be what? Reconcile to your brother and then you come and offer your what? We are not doing this. And the Bible's already told you. A brother that's been offended. It's harder to be won. The strong said. But if you do it God's way. Leave that gift. Go to that brother. You won that brother. You won that brother because we don't do it. And the brother didn't expect it. But you acted on what God said. And God is obligated. Hallelujah. To fix that thing. That's what the Bible said. I know it's the truth. Because I've done it. I've done it. I know that I've been hurt by somebody. And I've gone to them and said, you know what? Sometimes I had to say, you know you hurt me. If the Lord tell me not to say it, I won't say it. But you hurt me. I just want you to know. I, 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 I forgive you. But I got to let you know, you hurt me. I was wounded by what you said to me. You got to do it. And you know what else? I want you to do it to me. I want you to do it to me. Because I can be a little abrasive. But I'm not sitting down thinking about well, how, who I'm going to hurt today. I know who I'm going to, I'm going to tell them off today. No. But there are folks that do that. If they come up, if they come off today, I'm going to tell you right now. Listen, they, they I'm going to tell you right now. If they come in my face today, I got something for them. You know what I mean? Is, these saints. These are saints. These are folks, these songs in church. I'm, I'm, hey. Hey, I'm, if they come, if they come in, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna tell you about me. I'm gonna tell you. Hallelujah. Now I've, I've had enough. This is it. I'm gonna tell you, they went something. One of us gonna be taken out of here today. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Praise God. I know I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Don't we need help? Yes. No, we need help. Yes. Well, when we need help, and praise God, the law come along, and He says, "Surrender, surrender." Amen. I would say, everybody, if you need help, just go and surrender. How you surrender? Show God you surrender. Yes. Well, I need help, Jesus. Yes. I need help. 
see somebody doing this, Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me. <laughs> and he's doing it. Give him something to work with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him something to work with. Some of us got bitterness in our hearts. Somebody going on into eternity. And you still hope it's liberty. This night, let the bars come down. Come on now. Hallelujah. So you can come out of it. Hallelujah. You can come out of it. You can bring closure. You can bring closure. Now I'm almost finished, but let's go back. Let me go back. Let's go back. Hallelujah. Verse 20. See, we, we, we just run to Proverbs 21, but I, I just had to show you some good stuff that's between it. Verse 20 says, A man belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Look at that. You can talk yourself out of good meal. <laughs> you can talk yourself out of good meal. But verse 21, Death and life are in the what? Power of a tongue. And they that love it shall eat the what? Fruit thereof. Look at verse 22. And whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. The wife is not the good thing. All right. Let me get some understanding here. The favor of the Lord is a good thing. Go back and look at it. Yes, Lord. It ain't the wife, but some of them sometimes, oh, Lord. But the good thing is the favor you get of the Lord by obeying his word. Look what he said. Whoso finds a wife, find a good thing. And obtain favor of the Lord. You obtain favor of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. When you do what he said. Yes. The poor uses entreaties, but the rich answer it roughly. A man that has friend, that word is again, mm -hmm. must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that stick is closer than a what? Than a brother. Now listen, I'm just going to take you to, I won't get a chance to do much. In 2 Samuel 13, you got to see this. Now we got enough background and ammunition to blow that enemy to smithereen. <laughs> when he come on us tomorrow, we'll have the word of God. Hallelujah. You go in on with death and life in the power of your tongue. Amen. This was said death and life. Don't just be speaking death, speak life. I know I used people used to come to me and I say, you say. What? I remember one time I was out shopping, Sister Willie B. A girl asked me, praise Lord. I said, hey, praise him. How you doing? Doing good. How'd you make us? He say what? <laughs> he say death and life. Did you hear me? You plant it, cultivate it, nourish it. Don't dig it up. Watch God, cause you plant it and you water it. Wait on God to get it. What? Tonight, planning it, call it by faith. Yes, Lord. And watch God. Wait on God. Yes, He will. To get an increase. Yes, He will. He gonna do it, Miss. He gonna get an increase. Yes, He will. You plan it. He when He come to your children, plan it. 
If God want to save them by incarcerating, lock them up. Come on now. Keep them. Because when the rapture comes, if you save, he can't stop you. You're going up. Save them, Lord. Oh, bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My boy told me, they said, Mama, I sure do. He said, I want... I sure want a wise woman like you. Glory to God. And a few minutes later, my husband called me one of my son called me wise and says, my God, I you got the one on your way back here to Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But you know what? Yes. I told my boy, there's nothing you could give me that could bless my heart like those words. Thank you, Jesus. But tell me, hallelujah, you're a wise woman and that's what I want. Glory to Bless my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want a woman as wise like your mom. I said, praise God. They watch us. They watch us. They see us. They know whether we're two-timing God. Hallelujah. So I bless the name of the Lord. That was his testimony. It blessed my heart. Let me just take you here. I'm not going to be able to do much but read the scripture. 2 Samuel 13. Amen. We were going to go on to verse 30, but I just want to show you this again. Let's look at verse 13. 13 chapter. Look at verse 3 again. So put that in your mind so you know where we're going with this. Everybody got it? Amen. 13, 3. But Ammon had a friend whose name was Jonadab. He was the son of Shemiah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. Now just remember that. That's where we start. To tell you the kind of advice you give, mm -hmm. you better know this. It has a long-range effect that you may not even realize. But the mere fact that you're in this class tonight, it ought to help you give good, sound advice because the word that you give to someone as a friend, yeah. it's taking root and you don't know where it's going to end up. But just make sure of this, because it said this, listen, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit, the fruit of the word that you speak. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. What you said. Do you want to eat it? Come on now. Because your fruit yes. comes from what you spoke. Yes, sir. And that's I'm not gonna be able to defend this, but I'll come back next week. I promise you. We'll start that, but I'm laying the foundation. Yes, Lord. I'm showing you how important the word of the Lord is and how death and life is what you speak. Start speaking life. Thank you, Lord. If you don't want to come up, don't speak it. Amen. Start speaking to your body. If you got a pain, you say, pain, be gone. Do what I'm telling you. Pain, be gone. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. If you got to go to court, Lord, I thank you for faith. Speak it. Thank you for faith. Touch the heart of the king. Touch the heart of the, of the judge. Do it. If you got a supervisor that needs God. And listen, listen, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this because we got to leave here. When you pray, and I see people praying, and that's right, you're supposed to pray. But this is a word of knowledge. When you pray and you ask God for healing and ask God for salvation and asking God for, for deliverance and you're interceding on, the, on behalf of somebody else. Now you listen at this. God has the prerogative. 
to use you. Come on now. And answer in that prayer. Yes, he does. Right. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't, you, you didn't hear me. Or you don't want to receive what I'm saying. If you pray, Lord, save such a such a body. God can use you to help. Praise God. Bring understanding. Bring salvation to the very person you talking about. You praying for? Come on now. How are you allowing God to use you to bring that person to God? Glory to God. Good God Almighty. I had a woman telling me, praise God, about some man she was with, and, and she had been staying with, and this and that and other, and two or three of them. This was this was two or three of them. I said, let me tell you something. Come on. If God brought him in your path, it wasn't for you to lay down with him. It's for you to get an understanding about where he needs to be and tell him about Jesus. Because now they're telling he did this, he did that. He didn't bring him in your path for you to lay down with him. He brought him in your path for you to minister to him. If you come in the church, you hear the word of the Lord. He sent him for you to minister to. Don't you know God knew you'd be the husband before that man came your way? Talk to that man about Jesus. Y'all don't stop me. That's why your past crossed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He didn't bring that man in your path knowing that Hallelujah, he need to be saved, and you gonna put him deeper in sin? Come on now, Lord, help right now in Jesus' name. That's what he said to me to tell her. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory Your to past cross for you to minister. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Yes, Jesus. Couple of them. One of them said, "Talk to me, mother. I need somebody to tell me the truth." Yes, Lord. And I said to her, "I owe you the truth." Yes, Lord. I owe you the truth. Because Jesus himself said, ye should know the truth. Yeah. But you got to continue in the truth. You should know the truth, and the truth will do what? Make you free. Got to tell folks the truth. Yes, Lord. Well, the Lord wouldn't have brought him my way. He didn't bring him your way for you to lay down with. Come on now. That may be coming. But in the meantime, he need to be ministered to. Yes, He got hurt. And when he's telling me about how many, how many uh, uh, addiction and how many times you were meant to minister to him. If he has some addiction, he's trying to match some hurt, some pain. Come on now. And you add to it. Well, I wasn't just as talking like I'm talking to you. I, you know, I, and you add to it. Lord have mercy. But I don't have a microphone. Lord, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Two of them. My God. So this is an epidemic. The enemy is just running wild. Help us right now. He wants to deceive us. He come into the church. He'll set up. Yeah, he know your color. Yes, he does. He know what you like. But they wouldn't put in your pathway. Come on. For you to take advantage of. For you to minister to. Something come out of that because the best marriage is one that started off with a friendship. Because if lust was in your heart before you met, Lord have mercy. Burning in your flesh ain't gonna take away the lust. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Lord have mercy. A transformed This is the hard. This is this is what's up. This is the real teaching. Be transformed. Help us right now. By the renewing of your mind. God already know your flesh. He made your flesh. And you got to bring it under subjection. How you gonna minister to me if you haven't brought it under subjection? Yes, 
Stop deceiving yourself. And you're deceiving to yourself. And so, Lord, you. right now, in them I'll shut up. But the enemy to use you, too. You are just as accessible to the enemy as you are God. God have mercy. And the devil knows what God has this, what God has for you. The devil knows your potential. God, God knows your destiny. Lord have mercy. Both don't call my heart. He gonna get hollering, so he gonna bring you lows. Tell you to turn this. If this would test your power. Turn right this. Now. Jump off of here. Do this. Jesus knew who he was. Yes, he did. He said yeah, it is written. It is written. Between it is written and it is finished, he went through something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Said you got an expected it. 2911. You got an expected it. My God, my God. Lord have mercy. The devil knows your potential. God knows your destiny. That's the word for the night. That's the word for the night. Don't let him stop you. Don't let him stop you. When I realized what God had invested in me through dying mm -hmm. for me. Glory to God. You don't know what it did for me. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we you, I realized that was a man that died for me because he loved me. Yes. And I said, Lord, if it can be lived, give it to me. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you. I'll call some tribulation. Yes, it is. Tribulation work is patient. Tribulation work is patient. Yes, I thank God. I just showed him I appreciate him. That's why I go on and I thank him. Let's give God. My God, my God, my God. It, my God, I gotta stop. Isn't that a word? Call tonight, Monday night, 6 30 p.m., 971 224. 6596 QR code will be 398803 Dr. Davis Bible study. It is well in my spirit. In the name of Jesus, God bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name, amen.